You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know every Tuesday and Friday morning. Good morning. How are you doing this fun Tuesday? Well, I say it's a fine Tuesday. <laughs> it's snowed again. <laughs> Uh, yeah, what is happening to our spring, or where is spring? Here's hoping that Gaper Day uh, allows for some fun outfits and some good grass skiing, but, oh boy, five centimetres on the uh, storm ruler this morning. Yeah, it was still snowing at like 5am, but uh, cloudy today, and along with oh, potential for another centimetre or two to come our way. Looking for more snow tomorrow night, but... <laughs> what, maybe 20 centimetres for, for, yeah, on Saturday over the weekend? Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, with a freezing level around 1,600 metres, could be powder shred. Holy. But uh, what lifts are going to be open is the question, what with 7th Heaven having been closed since noon on Saturday. It wasn't open yesterday or Sunday, but Glacier Express has been running in the interim. Uh, no Crystal Express since Saturday, but uh, yeah, and of course, uphill travel still available if you fancy a tour from base two. They've officially called it for the ski out down to uh, the base of Blackcomb uh, to BG Gandhi. I did on Friday, walked the last 20 meters, but they called it on the weekend saying that was done for the season. But uh, yeah, between 5 a.m. and 9 p.m., you can use the Access Garibaldi Park via Blackcomb Mountain. Uh, yeah, despite the fact the lifts are opening at, say, 9.47, 9.45 each day rather than 10 a.m. But skiing, yeah, so much snow still. Crazy that there's a two-meter base. Yeah, those snow walls are going to be massive on Whistler when that hike becomes available. But here's me thinking, oh, yeah, a couple months and we'll be hiking up in the high alpine. But uh, it's a lot of snow to melt. Here's hoping we don't get the rapid melt that we had at the end of June last year from those 40-degree temperatures. So going to today be cloudy with sunny periods, some isolated flurries and an alpine high of minus three with some winds around 30 to 50 k's an hour actually in spots there. Well, 20 to 30, but gusting uh, more than there. But at the top of seventh at the Horseman Hut, minus six right now, looking at minus three at the rendezvous, minus three around Crystal as well, if you're making it over for some laps that side. And uh, yeah, Catskin are just minus, well, minus one and a half, but the village is four degrees right now and you know what front of the day is zigzag mm-hmm. just 27 runs groomed today on black chrome with spring conditions of course uh reported and uh yeah that persistent broad upper level trough continuing to maintain these unsettled conditions through today and the rest of the week and with unseasonably cool temps expected until next weekend Next weekend. That's right. Yeah, look here. I mean, yesterday was just 11.5 degrees in the valley, uh, which is warmer than the single digits we've been having some of the week. But four degrees right now, looking for I have potentially just nine degrees today with a 60% chance of wet flurries or rain showers this morning in particular. And then overnight, the temperature looking about two degrees. It's going to get warmer come Saturday, Sunday, but uh, or at, the, at least at this early prediction. 
looks like it, but still two degrees overnight, three, maybe even one on Friday. So as much as you want to be planting some stuff, yeah, still not quite safe to do so, the threat of a frost lingering, but seven degrees is due to be the high tomorrow and Thursday and looking for, uh, yeah, some rain and showers over the next two days, but potentially less precipitation on Friday as it stands. But I'll give you an update when we get there. Mm-hmm. What else to let you know about? Well, valley weather means, and all this snow means that in the trail report for the for uh, Walker this week, they've been doing some tree clearing on out there in Secret North. They also had their first volunteer crew, courtesy of the Wissa Secondary School Outdoor Leadership Program, uh, help out on Upshit Creek this week uh, with three sessions in and that project almost ready for tires. They're saying with two more to go, Dan's pretty confident that they're in for a ribbon cutting next weekend. Mm-hmm. Tonight is, of course, the first volunteer trail night for Walker. So uh, make sure you sign up online for, uh, for to be able to do that. But more information from them, uh, from them as well about uh, some beavers actually blocking the flow of Baxter Creek, wedging some stones against the bridge there. So they've been doing some, uh, well, construction. They've actually opened opted to relocate the structure for the second time, having had some really a lot of bounce on the cedar structure that was there with some sleepers washing away. So, uh yeah, apparently there's still an impressive pile of snow right there right now. So great imagery uh, from Dan Raymond, as always, in his trail report. But really, uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of snow in the boot there for sure. But yeah, trail night tonight, sponsored by Santa Cruz Bicycles. And I wonder where they're going to be working. Hmm. Flashback. Yeah. I head, uh, I head along the east side main road until you see the Walker Trail Night sign. And they're meeting at 5.30 p.m. In fact, you don't need to register like you did with COVID. But uh, oh, no, you must be a Walker member to register. There we go. Bada bing. You do need to register, but that's where the meet point is. All right. All right. Well, to let you know about the roads, bit of discussion happening online, what with, uh, you know, uh, some line painting happening after a long winter and (laughs) a cold spring. Uh, Yeah, about line visibility and the potential. There's a a company actually out of Victoria that's doing some tarmac line making with... uh, uh, fluorescent like glow in the dark photoluminescent I should say glow in the dark line marking which uh, bringing up quite a lot of discussion online about how useful that could be on the sea to sky what with us not really using cat eyes anymore um, because of how often they're damaged during winter uh, plowing operations so interesting uh, the Duffy's open today I'm looking at the webcam on there right now it looks wet around that Cayuse webcam a uh, couple cars there on Sunday had a fresh dusting on them but the road has been really quite clear but quite a lot of rain and water on the roads this morning yeah for sure so uh, I anticipate that throughout the day uh, and take it easy on the roads. So some news uh, from uh, the peak yesterday with Whistler Council discussing at their last uh, council meeting on April 26, upping the signatures required to become an election candidate. Of course, the Whistler election, local election is coming up uh, in October, I believe, October 15th. That's a Saturday. But uh, currently... 
only two signatures are required to get a name on the ballot. You'll probably remember that Mayor Jack Crompton actually went uncontested uh, to get in the last election. But now they're discussing that rather, uh, as opposed to having just two uh, signatures to allow you to run for a position on council, now they're discussing whether to up that to 10 or the maximum of 25. And that upping that threshold does require a bylaw amendment and the council has asked staff to come back with a report to that effect. But if officials choose to go that route, like I said, they would have to raise the number of required signatures to a minimum of 10 and a maximum of 25. That's from two. So consider that affecting and how that's going to affect and why people might be asking for that on this current council. What I'm also looking at this week is, uh, well, speaking of it being May 10th, how about the fact that May 15th is also the day that those uh, the pay parking is going to come back into effect at our four, uh, four park locations, including Rainbow, Lakeside, Wayside, and oh, what's the other one? Um, but four locations, that kicks off on May 15th. Just so you know, pop that in your diary. Yeah, because there's no public transit to get there. So if you're not biking or walking there, you'll be paying for parking at those parks. A couple events happening at the library coming up. One, in fact, happening uh, in a couple days, uh, just two days' time on the 13th. A couple days, yeah. So, which is a, a clay play act, working with clay. There's, it's full, but there are some waitlist spots available via the library that you might want to check out. Trying to look for a, a trail closure update on that section of the Valley Trail, you know, by um, Alter Lake Road and West Side Road uh, to the artist point there. But still, uh, no update, uh, so still closed, uh, clearly, or I guess, as of, uh, has been since May 4th, Wednesday last week due to an aggressive bear. Mm. More programming from the library coming up too, which includes the ukulele strum along happening on the 13th between 5 and 6 p.m. They'll be playing the chords A, M, C, F, D, and G, and more, maybe more, depending on the group. Maybe Sally Bennett will be into that. Get your ukulele out, girl. And there's also an event coming up I'm going to let you know about uh, now. Well, I used to go to astronomy uh, club nights at the library and uh, astronomer and SFU instructor Robert Conrad is doing something at the library on May 14th between 1030, surely not 1030 till 530. It's a huge workshop, but um, maybe it is designed for adults, teaching you how to star hop using binoculars and telescopes. But also just a couple days later at the Murray Young Arts Center on May 15th, there is a Dulu Piano Quintet. Yeah, featuring some members of uh, the Vancouver Symphony Orchestra. They're going to be performing some classic chamber music for the combination of instruments. And uh, yeah, should be a really great performance. That's at 4.30 on May 15th at the Murray Young Arts Center. And, oh, what else is cracking off? It's Tuesday, which means it's karaoke night at Crystal Lounge. They're also doing karaoke night on Thursdays. What else am I seeing event-wise? Of course, Let's Get Quizzical is happening tomorrow. But Don Schwartz, a uh, member of our community for years with uh, a lot of stories to tell, has actually written and penned a book. And uh, yeah, you can check out more information online and when this book will actually be released called Beating the Impossible, A Life of Comebacks, Extreme Sports and PTSD. And I know there's going to be some really emotional 
uh, revisiting for, for Don. Uh, Don's daughters uh, actually make some peanut butter. What are you, what's the name of your daughter's peanut butter company, Don? I've forgotten, but uh, congratulations on penning that book. I'm uh, looking forward to seeing when that will be out. Uh, yeah. On May 14th at the Whistler Olympic Plaza this week, there's going to be a spring clothing swap. Yeah, happening at Whistler Olympic Plaza, actually, by donation or clothing donation. And this is going to be organized by Whistler Secondary School's Eco Club and uh, by Fashion Forward, this clothing swap with proceeds going to the Whistler Community Services Society. So you can drop off uh, clothes at the Whistler Public Library vestibule, obviously um, washed, gently used, in good condition. And this clothing swap will be uh, between 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. at Whistler Olympic Plaza on May 14th. There you go. Something else popping up from what with uh, Live Out Loud coming to an end just two Thursdays ago. A member of that, Brandon Barrett, will be doing some classes actually. An eight-week course on improv called Coming Out the Cave, which is less geared towards performance and comedy than it is nurturing spontaneity, creativity, and play for relative beginners. So I'm going to get more more information on that and when there will be a start date. But there'll be another class that he's doing as well for more, like a more intermediate level course that delves deeper into character development and collaborative scene work and narrative structure. Uh, looking for folks who you know have some performance experience and want to dip their toes into more improv and likely culminating in a very chill live showcase for family and friends. Looking forward to hearing more about that, Brandon, uh, and the dates you have in mind. And uh, speaking of dates, Thursday's one for your books. Uh, Nagomi Sushi, which uh, if you didn't know I work at, uh, will be kicking off their spring dining deal. There are so many happening around town right now. You've got them at Joe Fortes, Quattro, the Braidwood Tavern, Tendori Grill, Carumba, La Boca, Highs, the Wildflower. There's even a spa deal at Nida Lake Spa and Alta Bistro, of course, with a delicious dinner deal. And uh, now Nagomi joining that. However, that four course you know and love has gone up in price to $37 for a four course, which is more than understandable given the staff shortages across the restaurant sector in our town, let alone the uh, the the food costs that have gone up and the supply problems. So, you know, when you're going out for a deal, do be, do be mindful of that if you're seeing price increases because, uh, you know, businesses have had a real struggle these past two years and are still trying to reward locals with an awesome offering and deal at their at their establishment so looking forward to seeing you at Nagomi for sure and elsewhere uh, if you're out for dinner I'll be boot and enjoying some delicious dinners elsewhere but uh, I've got a couple birthday shout outs oh yeah it's Heather Reinbold's birthday today happy birthday Heather I hope you have it you're gonna have a wonderful day and that this year is your best yet Pam Dunstan birthday is today happy birthday along with alana ponsonby's birthday happy birthday to you alana and we've got a couple coming up this week as well in fact angie jones's birthday is going to be tomorrow i know she's uh enjoying some sunshine and a margarita by the looks of their instagram so she'll be djing uh when she's back <laughs> uh from her vacation but drew dobesh's birthday is also tomorrow happy birthday to beric parklington whose birthday is coming up in just two days on when uh, on Thursday. Happy birthday, Beric. And uh, Jen Morrison's too, the same day. So happy birthday to all of you. Erin Murchies and Kate Lindemans are coming up on Friday. So I'll give you a holler then. But I want to give you some 
awesome throwback facts from Stinkies on the Stroll. I didn't realise that uh, Tommy Lee and Heather Locklear got married on this day back in 1986. Yeah, wow. Uh, Back in 1872, Victoria Woodhull became the first woman nominated for US presidency by Equal Rights Party. Uh, Yeah, um, on this day in 1872. And I didn't realize, but back in 1963, apparently Decca signed Rolling Stones on this day on the advice of George Harrison. But in 1960 on this day, the Silver Beatles, okay, that was the name of John Lennon, Paul McCartney, George Harrison, along with Stuart Sutcliffe and Tommy Moore at the time, who auditioned for promoter Larry Pons and singer Bill Fury for a job as Fury's backing group. That was on this day in 1960. And they were called the Silver Beatles. Uh, somebody suggested that they should be called uh, Long John and the Silver Beatles, but John Lennon refused to be referred to as Long John. But there's a bit of history for you. You might not have known about the Beatles, but yeah. Um, in 63, the Rolling Stones recorded the Chuck Berry song, Come On, uh, in London, and that was their first release, uh, yeah, by Decca Records. It came out on 7th of June that year. Uh-huh, pretty cool. More, uh, yeah, rock and roll history for you here. Well, it's Bono's birthday, for one thing. He's turned 62, but Led Zeppelin made their first appearance on the UK album chart with their debut album uh, rated and charted at number six on this day in 1969. Yeah. Uh, Another one for you here. David Bowie was awarded an Ivor Novello Award for Best Original Song with Space Oddity on this day in 1970. The Go-Go's announced they were breaking up on this day in 1985. Uh And Nelson Mandela was sworn in as South Africa's president on this day in 1994. Yeah, Winston Churchill also actually succeeded as British Prime Minister on this day in 1940. There's some political uh, throwbacks for you. But let's give you a joke of the day to send you on your way and a track of the day too. Well, don't be worried about your smartphone and your TV spying on you, you know. Your vacuum cleaner has been gathering dirt on you for years. <laughs> oh, I kind of like that one. But track of the day I'm really digging from Alderbrook, Cassian, along with Hayden James, all who features uh, have featured on past playlists here for On The Whistle Pulse. But their track On Your Own is a collaboration between all of these producers. And it's an absolute fucking banger. Uh, really into it. I'm super stoked that I'm going to be seeing Alderbrook as well. Support... Um, Odessa coming up in September, but Cassian is a uh, an Australian producer actually working out of LA right now. Love his work. And Hayden James, I've uh, seen at Max Fish, gosh, must have been four years ago, eh? maybe five. And uh, that was a hell of a night. Yep, yep. Didn't lose my ID like somebody did. Uh, or someone's always doing on Whistler Summer. But On Your Own is track of the day if you're into uh, an electronic banger with some, yeah, a lot of influence from all three of those producers there you go bada bing ah i'll leave you to it happy tuesday hope you're uh you're hanging in there with this cold spring it's uh yeah i know i've been really really lucky to get away and enjoy some warm weather but uh yeah this is pretty nuts for spring hey yeah here's hoping the weather changes soon it will eventually so hang in there take it easy and i'll chat to you friday morning The Whistler Pulse podcast is here for you every Tuesday and Friday morning in the summer at around 8.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Strolling down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.